Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers and select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Recording. Mic check one two pop. Hello. Mic check one two pop. I can. Hello. Yeah, but you don't have a, a thing that um shows you if you're peeking. I do. I know. And maybe you could see me peek. I didn't know. Nah. <laughs> uh, I mean, sort of on on the uh, studio software, but that's that's a bit different. I've actually got a completely different setup now. I've <laughs> that i got my other monitor and i don't know if i can oh there come on there uh there's the new uh pro art monitor and then the other nice the old one and so love it oh, love it gotta have it so foul see how it works you see me okay on the other camera yes sir all right then nick you can uh if i can find my mouse <laughs> let's do this Hello, and welcome to Marvel Multiverse Mayhem. Woo, a crazy. Podcast literally, literally for the Genreverse Podcast Network and LRMOnline.com. Kyle is here with me. Hi. And of course, we are brought to you by Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. Indeed, and make sure you guys are... are uh, if you're not subscribed already to the Genreverse YouTube channel, go ahead and hit that red button. Do that. Do that right now. Um, and then, if you uh, are listening to us on on your favorite podcast on your favorite podcast app, go ahead and uh, follow us on there. Leave thumbs up, uh, some comments, uh, uh, recommendations. You know what? Whatever. Engage with with us. Engage. And then. Uh, um, check out the web website lrmonline.com every day for all your intimate news needs and and opinions. And we're gonna get a link to our Discord, which we're very active on now. Uh, in the description box below. Excellent, excellent. Because yes, we are on there every day. We've moved all of our Slack conversations, except for the private juice, over to uh, um, the private juicy details over to Discord. But today we are here. We missed last week. Um, I was sick. Kyle was sick, and then I was moving. As you can see behind me, if you're watching, I have no posters up yet. No boxes behind you. Nope. Well, <laughs> if I were to slightly. Oh, <laughs> there, there's the boxes. <laughs> but um, yeah, but uh, good news before we move on. To, we're going to do Moon Knight final two episodes obviously mm-hmm. that's why we're here um and good news i found my avengers one poster so now Ooh. instead of having a lando ultron infinity war and endgame poster i'll have all four avengers posters up though i only have the teaser for the first avengers though though i have i have mm. the teaser for all of them but i'd rather have the real posters up than the teasers in the case yeah. of two three and four but we're not here to talk about that marvel no we're here to talk about the most self-contained marvel very much so. <laughs> we'll discuss the series as a whole, but we also have to discuss episode five, Asylum. And as of my watching, yeah. uh, which was a few hours ago, noon my time, episode six is just called episode six. Hmm. So I don't know if that's an error or they decide I not to name know. the last one because it said episode six, episode six mm. on the Disney Plus description, unless yeah. they fixed it. Which is weird because every other episode has had a title. Um, does it have an official name online? It does not appear so. Episode wow. six is just ep- episode six. Seems so. lazy. <laughs> well, I I mean, every they, other one they had also, a title. <laughs> they also had some tweet the other day uh, where um, they changed series finale to season finale, which so, we will discuss. Because yeah. it does feel like a season two is in the works, assuming they have enough viewers. But I think this is yeah. this is a medium viewed show. I don't know why they wouldn't re up it, especially with the post credits. Better scene. than Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, <laughs> I 
think every show has been better than Book of Boba Fett, except for the Mando episodes. Uh, unless you ask uh, Jammer, who loved it, I think. It seemed fine. that he loved it. They're all. I haven't watched a bad Disney Plus show yet, so oh, bravo, man. Disney Plus. <laughs> Boba Fett comes pretty damn close. I wouldn't say it's bad, though. Dude, there's t- there's times where it was just straight up awful, and I'm not even talking about just the, the stupid bikes. I'm I'm talking lot lots of things and including uh rob rods as i like to as i like to call uh robert rodriguez jokingly i like i like the guy i love a lot of his his movies but his stuff this time around is just off anyways this is the marvel show if you want to talk star wars go to the cantina exactly (laughs) and as we are recording the day before this comes out but may the fourth be with you Yes, In fact, you indeed. might be getting two episodes today if we can get our Stranger Things review done in time. Because we are both saying yeah. tomorrow afternoon, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which I haven't looked at Rotten Tomatoes, but I have seen a lot of negative reviews. Yeah, um, I've seen a lot of mixed. There's mixed. there's not been a lot of straight pos- like positive. It's been a lot of everyone's like, I like this. But the one one thing everyone seems to to be saying is that it's confusing. It's it's full, uh, that it doesn't quite know what to do with it itself. And when you listen to Sam Raimi talk about the uh, the uh, reshoot, reshoots, it's enough to make make you nervous. Like yeah. he he himself said, reshoot heavy reshoots were were needed. Be- because people were confused and my thing is like like well that's what happens when all you do is go go through the reddit marvel fan casting and Mar- marvel reddit dream dream story threads and just put that in a in a movie but and anyways b- before we get to moon knight i want to address one other thing about uh doctor strange in the multi in the multiverse of madness um mm-hmm. it does remind me a bit of a situation in superhero universe he was put in, in the past where he was forced to use certain characters he didn't want to use and he mm-hmm. was given too much studio oversight which this movie then again based on what you just told me I feel like it won't be confusing at all to someone like you or me who's seen all the movies dozens of times with the exception of a few. Yeah, it might be a I don't think it's super I don't think it's so movie. much I don't think it's so much so much the MCU that's confusing people, but I'll just leave it at that. And I'll also say that most people I know who are going to see it have not seen WandaVision, which seems like it's essential <laughs> even in the trailer that looks like there's a yeah. scene from WandaVision redone. But we're here to talk about Oscar Isaac and mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke in Moon Knight episode five and six Asylum and episode six <laughs> and the series as a whole, of course, because this that was yeah. the, episode six was the finale. Um, let's start this way, and I don't have a good answer for it either. How would you rank it amongst all the Marvel shows now that we've seen all of it? Because earlier I've been ranking mm. it as the best, but now that you've seen everything, what do you uh... think? You haven't had to give it an order, but like middle, bottom, top. Uh, let's see. What what do we got? We've got we've got Wanda, Falcon, oh. Winter's Soldier, Loki, um, Loki, What If, and this. So out of those five, this is mid, okay. <laughs> like almost dead middle. Because I I think I would still put. Uh, I need to rewatch Wanda. Oh, and Hawkeye. You forgot Hawkeye. I'm like, I feel like oh, we're and Hawkeye, so six, six, so uh, top three then, but that's not saying a, a whole half. lot, top half. you know, top half, yeah, uh, upper, upper half, um, but still in the middle, like number three. It yeah. might still be my favorite. I don't know. I just really enjoy Oscar Isaac, spoiler alert, I do playing too. three characters that are very, very different. It was just, it was just, there was too many times where I got bored legitimately bored uh when when it wasn't and that's not just you know the last two two episodes but like you said the the series as a as a whole like i like i said i was kind of in into episode four i was like okay guys time to change some shit oh, okay you changed you changed it up but uh it took a while to to happen um i yeah man that's that's pretty much where i'm at <laughs> so i guess we can start with episode five Asylum. Um, let me grab my notes. I somehow have notes on two different notepads because I have two different notepads but, going right now. 
Um, one of the main things when we were going to talk about last week, we were going to keep it short because of your sore throat or lack of voice. Um, you wanted to talk the most about the mother. Yeah. Well, uh, a bit just as far as like, I can, I can relate to some, some of that shit. Now I didn't kill a sibling sibling or anything. My, he didn't intentionally kill a sibling. I know know it wasn't Cain Uh, and Abel. (laughs) I was not, I was not, uh, responsible for a sibling's death or, or anything like that. My sister is very, very much alive and well, good. Uh, (laughs) but, um, my mother was severely or is severely mentally ill. Uh, and, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, abusive. Um, whether meant to or not doesn't doesn't change shit uh and we have a very very i i don't know how else to describe it but as a like uh superficial relationship but but i mean that in like we know we know the uh limits of what we can toler tolerate as far as interactions and uh so yeah i i appreciated them uh showing that showing mark and Steven dealing with um, these em- these emotions with the I I mean an abusive parent is is a hard thing to, to grapple with. They're supposed to love you, care for you, pr- protect you. They're not they're not supposed to cause cause you trauma. Uh, and when they do, and you don't have anywhere else to to look, you know, um, it can it can be really really rough. So there was a lot of dark stuff to cover in in that um and the things that we we do to ourselves and not just with you know parental trauma but even uh uh things dealing with uh like um deployments com combat tours and things like that the the mental walls the the games the the things you do to to shield as much of yourself as you can I think they got a lot of stuff really, really well. Yeah, it's all exaggerated to an extent. It's a comic book show, show, uh, but I, I was uh, impressed with the uh, with the skill that that the the team of of filmmakers or showmakers, showrunners, director, directors, writers, and of course Oscar Isaac himself um, did a great great job with that episode. Episode five is is an intense watch. It's my favorite, um, I would say. Pretty as far as I maybe episode four because I don't want to sit in my feelings too too much, you know. Uh, yeah. But I I as far as like quality, pro- probably this was a this was an out it was an outstanding episode. Um. But you didn't create any uh, imaginary personalities. No, no, but- I. I remained uh, uh, mostly grounded. I just uh, buried myself in in studies and then later on alcohol. So that was And um, the similarity between you and Mark is he also was a part of the official U.S. military before he became a mercenary. So (laughs) does that speak to any kind of truth to you? I I mean, I didn't join the military anything because of, of... you just I mentioned it earlier, so I was curious. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just meant that you you can have trauma in combat oh. as, as well. So, and and you do things in in combat zones um, to cope with that. Some of them are fine. Uh, coming up with stupid games that soldiers play. Um, uh, your your um, kind of a machismo and over aggressive, you know, BS games kind of amp amp up a bit but uh some of some of the things you you do de- depending on the deployment aren't necessarily at least to outsiders uh good things and some of that is the the dark humor some of the de- dehumanizing things that that can be said um about or or around the enemy and i would never never expect anyone from from the outside to understand um and i know a lot of people already have well what does he what does he mean by dehumanizing you know is he talking racist stuff sexist no. stuff anti-religious all of the above for some oh, none okay. of the the above for for others it could yeah. be simply simply just looking at the enemy as just an object a, a an object of of resist resistance not even looking at it at them as an object based on 
any of those uh, uh, qualifiers I mentioned early earlier. Mm-hmm. Like I said, no no one on the outside would ever un- understand. But when someone is rate when when a population is regularly trying to k- kill you, and another group within that same p- population isn't trying trying to kill kill you, it is uh it's conflict it's conflicting, and it be it be it can become very very difficult to become very difficult to operate in there so you you have to build walls and and coping mechanisms and like i said some are healthier than than others what everyone should understand is most of us come back and we leave that behind whatever was said or or done thought felt um as far as like towards towards the enemy Mm -hmm. we we try to leave that as as much as we can in the desert because that's the wars where where i was at so which is where this show takes place yeah um not this episode but oh partially there's a lot of desert yeah uh so yeah it's this this show did a really good good job with with uh showing trauma and and some soldiers do come come back hear voices deal with ghosts you know some will claim literal but i'm i'm speaking figuratively Mm -hmm. haunted by by uh what happened and yeah man i Bravo Mar- Marvel for for <laughs> doing some good stuff. Uh, that's that's twice they've they've touched on trauma. I've personally dealt dealt with that. combat <laughs> combat stuff in in uh, Falcon Winter Soldier and then um, uh, parental abuse in in this. So yeah, Marvel, way to go! Make me be be all up in my feels. Well, a lot assholes. of people call Phase Four the trauma phase so far because every show is sown shown some sort of trauma well everyone did get snapped ha- uh you know half of everyone got snapped away or is dealing with like the tva or mm. you know loss of other avengers loss of family members um it, yeah i mean like someone put up a meme that was like a picture from each episode and movie this phase and it's someone crying <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if there yeah. why i remember there was trauma in eternals because who gives a shit but uh, uh, I still have not finished that. I haven't movie. watched it a second time. I don't think it always recommends it after Moon Knight, and I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> but <laughs> I, it's interesting. Um, you bring up the uh, the ghosts, you know, in a way, maybe mm-hmm. people that you killed haunt you, because in Episode Five, Asylum, we do get the entire room of people that Mark has killed including yeah. his brother who is not just laying there like the other corpses, which I was terrified mm. they'd come alive and it'd become a horror scene. <laughs> but chasing the brother is what Steven is what Steven needs. And we even have, I even called it the staircase of memories where mm. at one point you they're in the house, move some stuff and uh, they're in the house and each, it's not like he goes up the stairs and it's another level on the house. He goes up the stairs and it's a different memory, which is why I call it the staircase of memories. And it all relates to the mom that Steven really never knew of because he was, we literally seen the scene where he is created by Mark in order to deal with his um, grief. And Steven's like, well, that's not fair. And, you know, it's a big moment to learn that he's the creation, not the original. Right. But um, Steven assures him that no mark assures steven that like i kept you away from that shit like i dealt with the drama of my mother and stuff and you got to live a happy life as a miserable <laughs> salesman at the uh or gift shop but still you were spared and in fact you thought you were talking to your mom multiple times as we saw and as we theorized about um that the, there is no mom at the other mm-hmm. side of the phone. It's it's his psychosis. Yep. Um, but overall, I wanted to say about this episode, um, fantastic episode. I loved it. Um, reminded me of a much better version of WandaVision's penultimate episode, which was Harkness bringing her through all of her trauma. Yeah. And this was more interesting portrayal of it because they're on the ship to uh deal you know they have to get their hearts to balance with the feather um and in doing that they're sent back to the asylum which is their vision of like normalcy 
well, like pur- pur- purgatory, one would almost say. Yeah. Before they get before the hippo god, who is I would say the CGI. They're doing a lot with it, so it's not the best CGI. She looks silly, but it works. I mean, it's not like it ever took me out of it, except for the first time we see her at the end of Did episode me. four. <laughs> well, it's because the the rest in episode five, it's all dark on on the boat. Which yeah, hides that better. Bad CGI. Same with the episode six C- CGI. Agreed. Um, so some of the notes I wrote about um, this episode. We're still talking episode five of Asylum. Um, of course, you have the guilt of losing the sibling and the mom. It kind of reminded me of uh, that stupid parody of Walk Hard with uh john c Riley and oh, stuff in it where it's yeah. like the wrong kid died like sort of thing yeah. where she was just completely detached and hated her son to a point where oscar isaac well steven couldn't even go no mark couldn't even mark. go into her. he was outside but he couldn't even go into her wake um wake and i have a question um mm-hmm. was the street scene we saw through one of the doors they didn't go into that moment or was the street scene the first time we saw jake I think it was the former. I know. I, I, it's, it's him where they're like looking out the window and he's like, what are you doing? You're just yeah, standing there. We cut that, to it that's, later. that's him not going okay. into the woods. So no Jake yeah. in this episode, even though we saw the sarcophagus moving in the previous Yeah, the, the only actual Jake stuff is, is in six. Well, if you want to count the sarcophagus. Yeah, but as obviously far as that was visual. him, but they just never, they ignored yeah. that room because they're like, there's only two of us. We're Steven and Mark. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even think about this before, but yeah, you're having to do that fun thing where you're acting against yourself and they have to do a bunch of special effects when it's both of them on the screen together. Mm-hmm. And Oscar Isaac, bravo, this entire series, including the post credit scene of episode six. It's just I completely agree. different every time you see a different side of him. And him, I love cautious Steven. Um, and him in the same scenes, and the, especially at the end of the boat where they're being dragged off because their hearts aren't balancing. Mm. And Steven's like, well, if you can do this, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he starts fighting the sand creatures, yep. which kind of remind me of Pirates of the Caribbean, one of them, trying to drag people off a boat. Yeah. but I kind of got a pirate's feel as well. Um, I like that... Uh, Mark says that he wish he had failed some of those missions. Yeah. Because that way he would or wish he was killed because he wouldn't have killed as many people because he's Conchu's avatar and that's his job is to bring justice. And even when you're bringing justice, there can, I mean, going back to war, there is regret and guilt and traumatic experiences that come from that sort of thing. Um, I liked how it jumped back and forward, back and forth between talking to Harrow about the hippo and the actual hippo. I do not mm. remember that God's name, but she's the God that takes everyone on the boat and they either balance their hearts and yeah. go to Eden, which is just a bunch of grass or they uh, don't get balanced. And they're stripped off the side and turned to sand. Um, Let's see. You did get a lot, a lot of notes. It looks like. Man. Yeah, I took way too many on the. Fr- I basically did every moment. Um, yeah, he tried to cantina it. Yeah, no, I did way too. I have half. I have half the amount of notes for episode six. What? It, what so? What were your uh, highlights of episode five? Asylum. I I pretty much already said them. Like seeing seeing them execute something very very well that is is tenuous and i don't know it's always it's always one of those those things i don't i don't give a i don't i personally don't give two shits to see a bunch of 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 um my trauma represented on screen uh um i've dealt with a lot in in therapy uh but when it does happen i appreciate it being being done well i appreciate I appreciate not every soldier story on on screen being oh here's here's the despondent uh, veteran that's drug addicted and and suffer because the overwhelming majority of us have our our troubles, 
but we cope, we, we get treatment, whether, whether it's ongoing or something we do in intense for, you know, months or years, and then kind of becomes less, less necessary late later on the overwhelming majority of the hundreds of thousands mm -hmm. of us that, that went to Iraq and Afghanistan, um, some of us mul multiple times, um, the overwhelming majority of us aren't, you know, out there all, all messed up. Uh, so I, I appreciate that as far as like any aha moment or, or awesome feel good moment. Episode five doesn't really have, have any of that, that for me, it's, it's just a ser series of, okay, you did good. You did good. I appreciate, I appreciate that's good. Good writing. Good, uh, good direct, good directing, good, good, uh, good act, good acting. Um, and sometimes that could be be enough of I've, I've often said that um a a show or a a movie that is um uh poorly written but well acted will be better than something that is poorly acted but but well written this was one that was incredibly well written and and well acted without it need, needing a whole bunch of uh uh like um eye candy and and or cameos or easter eggs you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. it it stood on its own own two legs so that's that's what i liked about it i apologize if you're watching my kick my cat is licking his balls behind <laughs> me and i don't want that to belittle the seriousness of kyle's no. conversation it's all um, good i will say yeah the final part of the episode um balance means getting rid of steven um, which is his, you know, uh, a creation of his brain, um, a way to separate himself. I, I'm going back to the scene where he creates him. I love that this little kid suddenly has a British accent. And he's like, I'm cleaning mom, like, and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I was sad though. That was tear worthy for me was Steven turning into sand. Yeah. Um, but well, not tear worthy, but sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't cry. I mean, I'm a heartless. Cinema. I don't think I didn't cry till episode six. I don't think still don't. Um, I want to say my favorite line in the episode is when Steven comes out to talk to Harrow, Dr. Harrow. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he calls it a silly stash. Cause he, you know, he's still yeah. in the world where he's like, you're not a doctor. And he's like, and he references, he's like, you look like Ned Flanders. <laughs> and then of course yeah, we also learn that the Steven side is who brought them to the asylum. Mm -hmm. Were it to be a real asylum, but of course we're in purgatory. And he's experiencing a lot of, you know, as we discussed last episode, a lot of items from his being alive are you know, just showing he, up. Is he Nick? Are you are you certain about that? Well, I'm certain you, he's dead, are, but I also know he comes back because we also are, have to cover episode well, six. <laughs> are are you certain that that he was never actually in an asylum? That's what I was going to ask you about. How does it work in the Jeff Lemire run? It's ambiguous. It's ambiguous <laughs> like this. It's, it's ambiguous as hell. Like think think about this. How does Har Harrow end up in an asylum, and one that looks eerily similar to what uh, what's his name was in? Like I said, it's a it's ambiguous. It's kind of confusing. the The purgatory outlook on it kind of puts it in a nice little box. And if they keep it that that way, like the way the way it looks on surface, I'm I'm cool with with. But I I wouldn't be. I would not be surprised if they fuck around a little, little bit more in season two. Just yeah, just saying. <laughs> I hope there's. It seems like we'll get a season two as we go into talking about episode six, titled "Episode Six. Um, but first, after a word from our sponsor. <laughs> there, there you go, Nick. We we gotta pay. We gotta pay the bills, ladies and gentlemen. Take take it away. I think I'm talking this this time. Road Generation, where the pros go to grow. Grow Generation offers the best deals and discounts on the best grow products on the market. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. I am going to, I'm going to, I apologize. Uh, first off, thank you, uh, Grow Generation, sponsoring the episode. Check them out. And uh, next, I have to go in and change my, my fan settings because... <sighs> I mean, I want to move the, the air around a little bit more, but it is awfully noisy. <laughs> I can't hear it on my end, but again, you're oh, the one that, you're the one who's yeah. seeing all the numbers. 
but uh yeah yeah so if you guys hear my my fan i got a new 3080 ti in in there and so i i pumped up the uh uh exhaust fans on them a bit might have to change it anyway anyways episode six episode episode six six. uh what were your what your your overall thoughts on the episode positive Uh, or negative over overall really really positive um kaijus it, <laughs> yeah I, I saw that in in the uh i thought the same the, thing uh, when Discord i was watching server it. i didn't think kaiju but just yeah, whenever you I, see big beings it. fighting each other i know the, they're egyptian the big, gods but the big li- the big lizard yeah the big skeleton bird not so so much i thought honestly you know what i i thought more than anything power Power Rangers. That's what <laughs> like this a Megazord looked, looked like or whatever. To me. Yeah, a... uh, just Rita and and uh, Lord Lord Zed's monsters. You know, made made large. That's kind of what I I saw here. It worked for for what they were doing um, to give it some grand scale. Doing it at night, not having the uh, live action characters inter- interact as much, uh, made it all blend blend a lot better uh i really enjoyed all of the last you know set piece all all the action uh layla getting her powers and stuff was cool uh is that from the comics i don't remember it wasn't all it's the way a natural through. evolution in the it, show but i guess uh it i got all the way through the first i want to say two years maybe year and a half uh, definitely through the first complete two two arcs, you know, ten to twelve twelve episodes or episodes uh, issues. I think I got into the twenties. So, uh, and like I said, there was a lot of ambiguity. There's a char- character from the comics, uh, a female character in the comics um, that he relates to being uh, safe and stuff, but she might have may have actually been one of the doctors in the hospital, so not who he thought she was, and that never happened happened mm-hmm. here that's who i thought layla may have been an amalgam- am- amalgamation yeah. of but wasn't which i'm i'm cool with with no they didn't take it page page to screen i hate hate no i'm joking um but uh i forgot the question what uh just what you liked and what you didn't like in general no, over but, all uh, the episodes after that it was oh i was asking we were, how- oh how late layla in in the, in yeah. the comics so yeah i don't i don't remember a, a female getting the the powers and was layla and even like in that. the comics may, or is not that a made as far as name I, that they added for this no there there was a girlfriend or something like that i can't i can't remember the the details uh um she wasn't that big of a de- deal the the doctor character was more important female than which we never uh, see in this show any girlfriend or anything like like that um, we see dr Hera, we don't see any yeah. female doctor and uh, which you know might be interesting. I I might even go b- back and kind of re relook at some of that and see if Harrow is an amalgamated original character of of sorts with with that uh, character. Um, yeah, it's it's good, man. I I don't know. Like I said, it's 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 good, but, but nothing here knocked it out of the the park for for me. It's 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 kind of like. Kind of like this anime we reviewed mm-hmm. on on the AVR podcast uh, called uh, Sabikui Bisco, right? It's this over the top shonen action anime. It had every 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 cliche you can imagine for that for that genre, right? But it did it in such a way that it executed it perfectly. You know what I'm saying? Like it didn't it didn't miss any beats. It was not a it was not a masterpiece. It was just a perfectly executed piece of popcorn inter- entertainment. This, this is very much similar to, to that. Like, I can't... Yeah, sure, there was some boring parts early on. Sure, even in the in this episode, I'm like, could you guys, like, move a little faster with some of these these in-between moments and some of the establishing th- things? Like, like snap it up. But um, everything that, that the show and, and this episode did do, it did fine it did great great even it just it and it in of itself was nothing groundbreaking or spectacular spectacular does that make sense yeah yeah totally so does. i dig them man yeah it, it was it was a fine great 
great episode. Uh, action's good. Yeah, I have a few uh, interesting complaints and uh, things I liked. Why did Harrow leave the Scarab when he knew there was someone else? He's met Layla. She's yeah. running around the tunnels, too. Why wouldn't he know that she's close enough to pick up the Scarab and track him a little bit? I Not that no she needed idea, to. Dude. She immediately hopped on to one of their convoys. Yeah. Um, but I was like, why would he do it? He knows she's somewhere in the tunnels. He's talked with her about her father. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like uh, a question I had last time is if it was a deep water, or if that was just his shallow, yeah, sh- you know, transformation to the what we learned is like, uh, like I said, as a growing up Catholic, the closest thing I compare it to is purgatory. Like a purgatory but there's a different yeah. word for it in the Egyptian. Um, thing and um again they kept her more in the dark but not impressed with Ahmed's cgi which is interesting mm-hmm. because conchu looks great no matter when they use conchu i think his cgi is good. fantastic good. even when it's they're the, giant kaiju the punching each other yeah i mean yeah these shows don't have a film budget or even a stranger things budget of 30 million an episode so there are still limitations it's not going to look as perfect as Doctor Strange, I hope, unless they were running out of time and there's some bad CGI in that. I, but, did you see some of the tra- trailers? There is bad C- but CGI they, in it. Uh, I have, early I've trailers, seen, they Nick, updated. Hold on, past. Nick, Nick. Since the, the pandemic, have you have you noticed one trailer that you said, and eh, the CGI looks different, that it was fixed in, in the end product? One. Not since I the pandemic, it. but I remember Homecoming. There's a big difference they, between the first scene and he's holding yeah. the stuff and then but in the film. Not, not since the pandemic. From, from, and I don't mean just more Marvel, Marvel's Star Wars, DC, li- literally everything, thing, Sony, uh, CGI. Every time I've seen C- CGI, I've said the same thing as you you on those initial uh, trailers and be like, Anna, hopefully they, hopefully they clean it up. Not once, not one project clean cleaned it up enough that it that it became notice noticeable. i don't need i don't know if they needed to clean it up but uh no way homes no and no way homes cgi was fantastic i just no, watched that movie the other day <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's it's fine I don't know. It's, i'm a sucker i don't even notice bad cgi half the time it is it's just when you're doing great these hippo and alligator well, characters also, suddenly it's also, very obvious think think about where most of the cgi for for no way home happens it's at night yes which is the As number said, one yeah. place to to use you know cgi and and hide it especially when it's interacting with with uh real real stuff as so, we mentioned yeah. in this episode when we were talking about the last episode it helps to keep ahmed in the dark mm-hmm. or conchu in the dark even though he does look pretty damn good yeah um i love when the hippo god shows up in the dead man yeah he's like it's not that fun. crazy i bring people to death and i you yeah. know and she she warns layla like don't do it like because layla's gonna just stab harrow but at that point he has so much power he can just use his staff once he woke up um uh ahmed uh, that and then it sends the bad people's souls instantly like just come out of their body and they drop mm. dead and there's like one good guy on that checkpoint i assume you've seen the episodes yeah. i don't need to go into plot details just throughout that checkpoint and one guy's and then of course his typical thing where he's like this is a good man what was interesting is he's the only avatar aside from just the council meeting like mm. layla and uh Steven slash Mark get cool suits. Harrow just has a cane and wears his normal clothes. Though the cane is very powerful as a weapon, as we see throughout the episode. Um, I love that uh, Harrow's uh, scales are not balanced, which makes um, Ahmed even more interested in him rather than, you know, because he's all about balance. He's even like, kill me. Like I'm not balanced. Yeah. She's like, no, you're a more interesting avatar. Because oh, she, you're she not made balanced. a, she kind of made a a uh, a point. Um, her what she had once had an avatar that was was perfectly balanced, and that's when she was uh, you know banished when when she got got, and so it's almost like she's making a point of. Uh, 
perfection is for for the humans and not not for her business if if that makes sense she's admitting that broken things can uh broken things can uh be perfect in their in their own way and or serve, you could even serve you to a degree yeah uh perfect for her purposes but you can kind of draw a line to the uh what they show with, with steven and mark recom recombining and Which you know saying hey scene. broken we are perfect so to, so to speak uh there, that that's a, a semi dangerous philosophy to to buy in into whole heartedly, but we're not psychologists or psychiatrists here, so we'll Only consider Harrow it nice. Is. Yeah, we'll consider it a nice uh, little thematic uh, moment that I I saw connections b- between. Um, so yeah, and then the scene I cried at was uh, the two Oscar Isaacs coming together, and one's becoming sand, and somehow their love for each other creates that ball of light that you know Would brings them be both love back. of each other or, or connection love of themself a little bit of both i think um as we see well, later mean, they, they are themselves yeah. well as so. we see later in the episode <laughs> um one of the things they learned about fighting is that it's perfectly fine to just suddenly switch to the other guy without yeah. fighting for the body at one mm-hmm. point it's mr knight beating the shit out of the sun yep. and then he gets thrown into a wall or a building and then moon knight hops out because they each mm-hmm. have their own strengths and um steven is a much better fighter now now that they've kind of connected i think he even says something to uh layla about like check out our new skills or something like that where he's like look what we can do now now that we're a team and they love each other um another thing uh so the temple they have to do like a fucking ceremony to get um uh ahmed freed but it the way the lore seems to work is she just broke Khonshu's statue. So I sound like no, it's anything no, they, in that temple. If they broken. needed her, they needed her st- statue. The statue was hidden in Alexander's tomb. That was yes. the whole thing. But they need to bring and her back to the, I assume anyone who's broken inside that. Yeah, pyramid that, comes that was back. the only thing. Yeah, because they didn't she's need able a full to just ritual. throw Khonshu on the ground and he comes out. She does not want to be his avatar, but she, again, uh, I don't know the God. She is separate accepts the right. hippo's avatar and becomes yeah. falcon <laughs> for Ahmet, i i don't think there was so much a, a ritual right before they broke her open as just them being doing... at the location yeah he couldn't I, just the location break her when they important. found her in Alge- yeah. alexander's it's the lo- location and is what i got gathered uh you you have you have a cult that is wor- worshiping a deity that that hasn't been around in thousands thousands of years so of course they might think that yo before we do this we got to say some fancy shit but really all they had to do do was smash the statue like like uh for Conchu, so and again i'm always reminded of indiana jones when he holds up the statue in the original tomb <coughs> and everyone kneels it makes me think of when they like everyone's ready for the mm-hmm. ark to be opened and he's like look here's the staff well the staff yep. isn't you know what i mean it's there are definitely indiana jones parallels intentionally because you can't do an archaeologist type storyline without referencing something like yeah, that especially when ar- disney owns archaeologists it never existed before indiana jones no but like it's it's the t- it's a movie tv trope now like they're all related to tomb raider <laughs> or indiana or nathan drake these days um which I did not mind the Uncharted movie at all. I had a fun time watching it. But... I watched it. Oh, sorry, sorry. But um, what else did I say? CGI, meh, is a note I wrote. Uh, God good, fight good is a note I wrote. When you just have the gods just, even before they get giant, they're like fighting inside the tomb. Yeah. And then Mark brings himself to life. So sort of, yeah. In a way, like it, the Conchu's not there to be like, here's the magic, like the first time. I meant I forgot to mention in the last well, no. episode, he's about to shoot himself in the head. Yeah. When uh Conchu's like, Hey, I can offer you something better. Right. To to a degree to a degree, um, you're forgetting there's there's Jake. Uh we, we're not quite sure what type of temporal or uh uh non corporeal non corporeal connection he may have had to Jake. Uh, I wouldn't say Kanchu was not involved in because uh, Kanchu leaves the fight um, after he or leaves Le- Layla. No, before oh, okay. he wakes up, he's like, uh, "Have it your way or whatever." 
and she won't accept then, him, which is right, he's always wanted her. He goes to he goes off to fight what's their names, but that doesn't mean Ahmed. that he didn't uh, he didn't do something because he is he is dead. You know, he is dead. Dead. The, he pushes the bull, bullets out after with the healing the, suit after yeah, the fat with true. the healing suit. So. I, part I of that, say that is their time in the afterlife. I feel like, like yes, I'm walking through that door and reconnecting as Steven and Mark. Yeah, but he's still gonna have some. Oh well, yeah. Then Con Conchu says Mark, I think, and maybe that's where he sends magic. Regardless, Conchu does help help out some. And I do love that. Uh, because I I've mentioned it before. I love that they're just willing to switch back and forth. There's no fight. It's like, oh, now I'm uh, Steven, and we're gonna make an agreement that you leave us the fuck alone. You know, yeah. after this, like, and he's gone. She's like, okay, fine. And he's like, cool. Let's uh, let's go fight this guy or this gal and guy because the god's a woman, and uh, Harrow's obviously a man. Um, I like that Moon Knight can fly. Yeah, As that kind of bugged me a bit. Well, he's bit. like, I'm also it's the god lighting. of the sky. Yeah. And he, it's, I think it's a reference to Batman '89 when he flies in front of the moon. Mm. does like his pose because in batman a and nine that's like the glory shot that doesn't need to be there where it's like oh Don't, shut your bat wing no, flies out there but it's like it's the cell toy I mean, it's, it's oh, I know. easy but it's great yeah yeah the bat it's wing che- flies up right when, front when it was meant for to no be reason che- yeah things were meant to be cheesy well this is also 80s superhero <clears throat> movies like i that said it was meant one. to be cheesy they they made cheesy on on purpose because that's what they felt comic books were cheesy so i like that um i like layla's suit is interesting it's very reminiscent of falcon where she can use an arm to block bullets mm-hmm. or a you know a uh, winged arm to block bullets um and there's a line in there that i didn't bother me but bothered jonesy according to our discard chat where someone says discard. are you an egyptian discord are you an egyptian superhero uh-huh. And she's like, yes. And Jonesy compared it to Wonder Woman. Um, but I think it's closer to um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Where it's I like, right, is he Captain America? Is he Black Captain America? It's like, no, he's Captain America. I, I, uh, wait. So what is Jonesy? What's his issue? Jonesy with- compares it closer to uh, Wonder Woman 84 where a girl is at the mall when she does all that fight and she's like, Oh, are you like a woman superhero? Oh. And she's like, yeah, I am. Okay. To kind I, of, I, you know, connect it to that. Like, and I liked it better with the Egyptian thing and even the Falcon thing where it's like, Oh, are you an Egyptian superhero? It's like, yeah, I'm like you. We have, you can look up I, to me. You the, know, people the, in real life can look up to her. The only thought that, that came through my, my mind when that happened was like, but don't you have a uh, an English passport? Da da. Um, nah, no, it. it I, she was I mean, born look, in Egypt and lived there for I many made years. A, I like that's why I did the rim shot joke. Like it was <laughs> it was me just joke joking. Uh, those types of moments generally, they're they're not for me. So unless it's something that straight up pulls me out of the out of the out of the moment, did it pull you out of the moment? That one, no, no. Okay, because we've discussed that a lot about like um, the man, can. the Mandalore, the female Mandalorians being the main team at the end of Mandalorian season two with just Din Djarin versus yeah, what was, A4 there was scene. Wrong. No, there no, was we've discussed oh, yeah. that versus the A4 yeah. scene, which feels very forced. Yeah. This in this was one of those those where literally I can see why some some people would feel it is forced. To me, it definitely pushes the the line because it's kind of like I don't know. E- Egypt is a Egypt is a very very strange land with very very strange his history that is way more diverse than it looks today, mm-hmm. and more diverse than some think it was in in ancient times. You gotta you gotta remember, man. You're you're talking about you know thousands thousands of of years of of history that dates from sub-saharan groups to southwest asian groups to Medi- mediterranean groups mm-hmm. i'm i mean 
like when people got up, upset at Gal Gadot being being cast as as Cleopatra. And it's like, well, why why not? You know, say a, a person with darker skin or uh, someone more uh, Arabic looking, Southwest Asian looking, and it's kind of like, well, Cleopatra was a Ptolemy. She was Macedonian. She she looked Greek. Like <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, you know. So uh, it makes more sense for you know uh, someone of Gal Gadot's complexion and in in a way even their uh uh her uh, uh lineage to play the role than some some others so like i said there there's so much lay, layered in egypt that i just made my my own little joke about the the actress you know being british which i know she she had an egyptian father born yeah. born in egypt but that's that's literally what crossed my my mind when it, when it popped up and it is what it is it is what it is man man uh some some people need not just the the visual they they need it spelled out Barney style and I'm I'm sorry if you need Barney style in order to feel good um I I hope that change I hope that changes because because a lot of people can absorb the the goodies and the shout outs and the amazing writing and and the the heartfelt messages through throughout a series a series or movie i i said this about falcon and winter soldier and then when you do it barney's style it kind of shits on it because because then you start wondering is it self-congratulations is it let's make sure you you guys got the point Please, please make sure you get the get the point. And it, it's this wasn't one of those cases, but when that that happens, it it can really suck the life out of something, man. I, I thought... you know it it can get so a a force is one of those prime examples. Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier at the end, where everything we I we think learned, they did that one right. Where opinion. everything we we learn right at the end, they they set it up where just. By chance, you, you've got the TV cameras and the senators all at the same time to Barney style it all over again. Even though both the the public and the audience, the pu- public in the in the show and the audience audience, as well as the ca- characters dealing with the actual you know interconnecting issues, have all understood what happened. And most everyone, other than you and maybe a cu- couple others, I know were just thro- thrown off by Falcon Captain America's speech at the at the end because it was just a a very poorly t- timed rehash of a beautiful message. Yes, I will um say I my favorite version of it is uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier because there's a plant earlier in the season where a kid calls him Black Falcon. Mm-hmm. He's like I'm just Falcon, man. Mm-hmm. And at the end, someone calls him Black Captain America. Another Just adult's Captain like, America. no, that's fucking Captain America. That's fine. There's I nothing like wrong, that. Nothing wrong with anything I agree there. with the speech part at the end where he's giving a speech that will never actually be followed through on. No one's listening to him. And it's like, let's change all of our policies because one guy said something who wears a cap, who owns the shield. But um, a few last notes on this episode. Um I love that they go back to the uh, asylum and Harrow has the bloody prince, which mm-hmm. leads to the fact that he's the one trapped inside some kind of mental asylum. And of course, we see him in the asylum and somebody in black, who I knew instantly was it was, uh, breaks him out and even kills an orderly. He's so dark. And yep. then he's thrown in the back of a limousine with Conchu. Uh, Who's wearing because, a, a Mr. Knight suit? Yes, instead he's wearing of, Mr. Knight instead suit instead of a uh, because wrapped he, up old mum. He suit. let Mark and Steven go. Yep, but he still has power over the Jake third personality, Lockley. who they haven't met, um, Jake Lockley, who and he again, was speaking French, which I made that com- comment that. about Frenchy earlier. Yep, but he definitely, it's definitely a completely different performance from Oscar Isaac. He has, oh yeah anger in his eyes and he's like clenching his teeth so like again it's like yeah. like if you were to watch the three you'd obviously be able to tell like that's steven that's mark that's jake mm-hmm. 
And the fact that it's a post-credit sequence leads me to believe there has to be a season two as long as the show was successful. So. Yes. Yeah. It would make more sense to do a season two here than to throw him into another series and have to deal I with Jake. I 100% agree. Agree. Um, and I wrote down, he grins and then kills Harrow. Like a oh, yeah. darkest grin you've ever seen. And Conch yep. is like, of course he was I a still dr- have another avatar. Yeah, and he was a driver. And he was the cu- he was the driver of the car, taxi taxi Which, driver, but it was a limo. Exactly, and the spe- and even had the Spectre, cap. Yep, and this and the Spectre license plate on such a fancy car yes. alludes to Mark Spectre having some money potentially from one of the other uh, personalities, which in the comics would have been the the Stephen Grant personality. But who knows here? You know they. Tomb Raiding, Scare Beetles, Sold Shit. I, I don't know. But we, I, I like all of that. I do. So you would would you be excited then for a season two? And where would you like to see it go? Uh, so I don't know if I would necessarily uh, go for a full-fledged season two for the next thing. What I like about, about this is it leaves an opening for Marvel Knights. But I would assume personally that they would deal with Jake in a Moonlight season, Moon Knight potentially season two before they do Marvel Knights, which could include Daredevil and Blade. And uh, see, I almost look at it as doing kind of like uh, how uh, Punisher was used in uh, uh, Daredevil season two, to where you actually deal with. Quite a, quite a bit with the Punisher, even though it's not his his show, um, because I honestly we're we're supposed to get Dare, Daredevil, allegedly. We've we've got allegedly. Echo coming out. Um, Absolutely, there, there's going to be <laughs> yeah that 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 one's not alleged. Uh, there's going to be plenty of like street level, you know, rough them up Marvel Knights. So what what see. right? So what do you make? special out of out of uh moon knight well the supernatural side of things oh well we already dealt with with one egyptian god you know pissing in where they where they you know pissing in their own cereal shitting shitting where they eat uh are we really gonna do do that again i i don't know i don't necessarily want them to so what what else do you do do supernatural related um you start getting into other people's ter- territory. So that's why I think maybe maybe some of the other Marvel Knight- Knights end up having to in- encounter Moon Knight, who is only the Jake Lockley personality in a in a combat situation. Because everyone else gave it up. But Jake Lockley right. is still and a avatar of conscience. Exactly. So and in between every now and then you might you might see the Steve Steven or the the Mark personality. Uh, towards the end of of this group thing, but uh, I just I don't know necessarily what you're gonna do do unless you make it an all uh, big internal uh, conflict with Jake. Uh, now that that could be done. There is a line where Doctor Harrow, or maybe it's regular Harrow, says we don't know how many personalities are in there. That yeah, comes up earlier in the episode. Um. Nick, what were you thinking? What were you thinking, Nick? Um, it's interesting. Do you okay? Do you think Jake would have a new suit since each of them have different suits, or would he just have the Moon Knight suit? I'm leaning towards Moon Knight suit. Because uh, the comics don't establish any suits except for the two, correct, Mister Knight and Moon Knight. No, I think there was actually a, a there third. was. Let me Ooh. see here. Moon Woman, maybe uh, Jake's a crossdresser. <laughs> uh, Moon Knight. I would have suits. loved to see what Layla's suit would look like. If there was a female Moon Knight. There, there's like the, uh, there's like one that's more raggedy or something like that. So I, I would picture that. Then, like some of his stuff is just like was, peeling off. Yeah, there, there's like the, there was like a, a old raggedy type one. There was a the the Mister Knight, and then there was the traditional Moon Knight one. For some reason, that's what I'm I'm somewhat remembering, but uh, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. I'm I'm looking through through some images right now, trying trying to look through some images. 
and like I see somewhere it's like this nicer one, and I know you can't see Nick yeah. versus uh, some of the others, but it it might just be the two. He he might just end up with with the traditional. I assume traditional, Knight. Not, not Mister Knight, because that's a very yeah. Stephen thing. Conchu's also wearing the yes, Mr. Knight. Outfit. That's an important detail too. Conchu is not just bones and stuff. He's wearing Which, the Mister Knight suit. Yeah, for those watching us, I put uh, an image of Conchu wearing a Mister Knight out uh, suit right there. So yeah. So, I guess we've already ranked the series, but yeah, did you enjoy it overall? If it's your yeah, top three, I said obviously. That. <laughs> Has Marvel dro- Marvel dropped the ball anywhere yet? Uh. Disney outright, Marvel, Disney outright Marvel. no. I mean no, Disney they, Plus Marvel. Yeah, outright no. They have they haven't dropped any. There's there's no show that I have outright hated. Uh, there's like Boba all Fett. of them. All of them almost have. Well, Marvel. Um, I know, I know. I'm just joking. All of them. Earlier. Yeah, all of them have had moments that sucked uh, and were irksome. All of them. Uh, but nothing has outright sucked completely. Miss Marvel's co- coming up, and that's not made for for me. But um, you you were more excited. For I it said Jonesy. It looked, Jonesy thinks it's a kid yep. series, and I'm like, I, I said think it it's still better. enjoyable. It looks way be- better than what I thought, but it is it is that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be uh, good enough for me to to watch. And it, it, that that's fine. The, the only dangerous thing about uh, niche shows, and I don't mean that females or, or Muslims are niche. I'm just meaning where your audience specific. is specific. Specific, sure. What I couldn't think of a better word at the More moment. More inclusive in that um, way, where it's like we're introducing no, a female. In, that wouldn't be a wrong version of in, inclusive. That would actually any, – anyways, what I'm, try, okay. what I'm trying to say, there's nothing wrong with making something – for a particular audi- audience. The only danger you, you get if you don't make it broad enough, though, though, is can you can you make money off of it? In a streaming service, you're relying on subscriptions to fuel all of the projects. Everybody's sharing the same pool. So you need everything to do as well as it can because anyone can drop their subscription essentially unless you bought one of those like year packages or what whatnot. Which is anyone can drop their November. <laughs> right. Anyone can drop their subscription like like that. So Which is the Netflix Jonesy's problem. Jonesy's right to be concerned. It does look very very much like it could cross o- over to where if you're not under 20, 23 right right now. It might not speak to you, you enough to to watch. What else does Disney have? Obi-Wan Kenobi, but you know, whatever. I was about whatever. to say that. That's um, why I don't think people will drop it. You got Obi-Wan, you got a new Marvel I know, show, I know you people got like, like Andor, the, and then I you know got people like She-Hulk. But they can pick that up when, when they come on. I know people like like you that don't care for Star Wars as much as they used to. Uh, and I still might like Star Wars. Obi-Wan, I just like more. So. And I, I watched your reaction to Obi-Wan today. Yeah, and it is since our best videos, no offense to my videos on the YouTube are Kyle reacting to stuff. It's so much fun. And Thanks. I don't know why he always apologizes before playing it a second time, because that's the best <laughs> part. You're always like, I'm sorry, but I have to watch it again. And it's like, please um, watch it three times. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that that's the danger for for Miss Mar- Marvel. If it's. If it's it can be not made for me, but still be in, enjoyable. Think of Sonic the Hedgehog films; those are definitely aimed at my my son's age, but they do such a great job with Detective everything that, that Detective Pikachu. Another that not that one actually felt more for older it Pokemon did, fans than yeah, younger ones. So I'll I'll say even no though on, I didn't, on that I one. couldn't name all the Pokemons on that. Oh, they, not, they I were past one, which is my yeah, game. Um, but um. Yeah, we'll we'll see, man. I I'm nervous about Multiverse of Madness for for a lot of re- reasons that we will talk about tomorrow, tomorrow today, today, whenever. Today. Yeah, whenever we can look, get it out. Look for the recording. Review. Look for on the review. Thursday, right after we both get out. Yeah, I think I have a 3 p.m. screening Mountain Time, and he has a 4 p.m. screening 
Eastern time. So as soon as we get out, we're going to record it. Hopefully we can get it posted the same day for all of you. So you might be getting two Marvel Multiverse Mayhem episodes today. The wrap-up of Moon Knight and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yep. You ready to close down then, Nick? Yeah, I think we've covered it all. I want to see if anything yeah. else. Great no, series. I, um, I have yet to see a bad Marvel series, as kind of Kyle said. Um, and I just want them to keep coming. I'm open for uh, Miss Marvel being more of a kiddie show. It's fine with me. You kind of... You went from the darkest show to a kitty show. We need Marvel's about everyone. Um, and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness might be more of a horror show, as we've heard, because that's Sam Raimi's joint. We'll see. Um, Depends we'll on see. what what scares you. <laughs> anyway, guys, me. <laughs> check check out the website LRM on LRMonline.com. Uh, go there every day for. Whew, for all of your entertainment news needs and opinions, you can hear my voice still not a hundred percent. Pretty good. Um, uh, the pod, the podcasts go up there, uh, leaks and, and rumors, uh, regular news, uh, you know, from the trades, we do some aggregation plus, plus, plus opinions, uh, reviews, all, all sorts of things go up, up there, uh, stuff on toys and, and comics, uh, the, the, uh, Interviews are up on the LRM YouTube channel. Uh, podcasts available on the website. Anywhere you get your 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 uh, your podcast from, Google, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, all in audio format. And then all of those also go up in in video format here on the Genreverse YouTube channel. Uh, Animeversal reviews doing Spy Family right now. A wonderful wonderful series filled with wholesomeness and a little bit of. Uh, assassination and, and death. I love I'm it. It's fine with great. That. Check check it out. Uh, see uh, the cantina for all of the the Star Wars news, and uh, we will be reviewing uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, and then, of course, we got Marvel Multiverse uh, Mayhem, uh, the genre sh- shot uh, trailer reactions, and Nick does Breaking Geek. Tell tell us a bit about that, Nick. Well, First of all, I want you all to recommend what you'd like to see for Marvel Multiverse Mayhem between now. Oh, Doctor Strange is obviously this week, and then we'll have to wait for Captain Marvel. So let mm-hmm. us know what you want to see there Miss um, on Discord. Miss Marvel. You're right. And then the Marvels. Um, so let us know what yeah. you want to see us cover. If you want more commentaries, if you want us to just look at old movies and insult them like Howard the Duck or something, let us know. On Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast this week, we are obviously covering Doctor Strange and the Multiverse Madness, which will, you know, Kyle and I will have different thoughts about it than the Breaking Geek Boys. So it's worth listening to both, I think. <laughs> and that's that's Indeed. my pitch. Indeed. All right. that That's it, guys. Nick. Excelsior. <laughs> Enough said. It's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton Tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry. Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.